Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright. I'll be your host this hour for a selection of 78 RPM records from my collection. It's an assortment of music from the first half of the 20th century. We'll open the program today with a record made in New York City on November 26, 1930. The song was written by a guy named Bert Van Cleve, who wrote, among other things, a song called I Can't Sleep in the Movies Anymore, and then contributed a number of little pop songs to some of the dime store labels of the day. They don't seem to have become big hits, but this one's pleasant enough. It's called Maybe You'll Wake Up. It was recorded by Fred Hall's orchestra under the name of Ford Britton and his Blue Comets on Clarion 5189. Let's have a listen. your mind to belong to me in the cold gray dawn when the air is chilly you will see how silly you've been stop hesitating and for me i'm waiting and i always will be the night lights the bright lights the white lights help keep up pretenses but stretching and yawning and dawning will bring you to your senses in the cold gray dawn when your step's unsteady and your head is ready to split maybe you'll wake up and then you will make up your mind to belong to me turn in the melody of that tune that calls to my mind, somewhat vaguely, 
the song Make My Cot Where the Cot Cot Cotton Grows, but that song is called Maybe You'll Wake Up, composed by Bert Van Cleve and recorded by Fred Hall's Sugar Babies under the name of Ford Britton and His Blue Comets in November of 1930 on Clarion 5189. And actually, the pseudonym Ford Britton does double duty on this label because it also serves as the credit for the vocalist who you probably recognized as Arthur Fields. My name is Brian Wright. This is the Shellac Stack. I'm very glad to have you along today, where for the remainder of the hour, I'll be playing 78 RPM records, mostly of the 1920s today, although we will be bouncing geographically all over the place. I've got records made in Chicago, New York, Atlanta, Richmond, Indiana, St. Louis, Missouri, Camden, New Jersey, and even maybe a trip over to London before the hour is out. Our opening set will bring us three very snappy dance records of early 1926, all of these on the Columbia label, starting out with Art Kahn and his orchestra, and that's spelled K-A-H-N. He was a pianist and a saxophone player who led a very popular dance orchestra in Chicago in the mid-1920s. He was quite busy in the recording studios in the first half of the decade and then seems to have slowed down following a car accident in the summer of 1926. He appears only sporadically on records after that. He made his last record that I can find trace of in 1929, although the name Art Kahn continues to appear on records well into the 1930s as a pseudonym for some American record corporation bands like Freddie Martin. So if you find an Art Kahn record from the 30s on Melatone or Perfect or Banner, it's probably not this Art Kahn. The tune we'll hear is called What a Man, and Art Kahn recorded it in Chicago on February 11th, 1926. Usually there are words, but in this case it will be performed as an instrumental, and I'll call your attention to the rather spectacular piano solo that comes in towards the end of the record, presumably played by Art Kahn himself. After that, we'll hear from Paul Specht and his orchestra, Columbia 577-D, from February 6th of 1926. Johnny Morris, the band's drummer, will be the vocalist on Rollum Girls. And then we'll wrap up the set down in Atlanta with Warner's Seven Aces and a recording of So Is Your Old Lady. The vocal by a guy who goes by the name of Shucks Park. It's Columbia 656. So in this set, we'll have a man, girls, and an old lady, starting with Art Kahn. Thank you. 
Warner's Seven Aces, recorded in Atlanta in April of 1926, with vocalist Shucks Park, who I think really sells the song, So Is Your Old Lady. Well, back in the late 1800s and early 1900s, it was fairly commonplace for composers in the Western world to try to evoke a sense of the exotic in their music. They often tried to capture some feeling, some flavor of music from the East or Africa or the Middle East or other places. I think immediately of composers like Albert Kitelby with his In a Persian Market. We're going to hear three examples of this in the next set, some of them a little bit more serious than others. We'll begin with the American Republic Band on a Pathé record, number 20357, from April of 1918. The tune is called Flower of the Orient, and this one's a fairly straightforward waltz without too much attempt to uh, present a stereotypical uh, version of Asian music. We'll follow that, though, with one that uh, is maybe a bit insensitive in the way it portrays some stereotypes. It's called High Lee, High Low, and then in Foxtrot's, and this is me quoting the label, it says, Chop Suey a la Fox E Trot E. It's Billy Jones and Ernest Hare, the Happiness Boys, on a Jeanette record 5208 from July of 1923. Uh, Insensitive though it is, I think it's just such a fun song with a catchy melody, so I hope you'll enjoy it for what it is. And we'll wrap up the set with Justin Huber's orchestra, another Jeanette record, this from August of 1923, and really a very charming tune written in part by J.S. Zameshnik, that guy who had written so many film cues for silent film use. This one is called A Japanese Sunset. Starting off our little trip to the east the American Republic Band, and Flower of the Orient.
Recorded in the same Richmond, Indiana studio where Big Spiderbeck and the Wolverines, Jelly Roll Morton, King Oliver with Louis Armstrong, the New Orleans Rhythm Kings, and so many others made their first recordings, that was Justin Huber's orchestra on August 7, 1923 with A Japanese Sunset. A very pretty tune, I think. That was Jeanette 5230. Up next, I've pulled out a record on the perfect label by a group billed as the Honey Boys. And unfortunately, I can't tell you too much about them. There was, at the time this record was made, a vaudeville group going around billing itself as the Honey Boys that apparently took their name from a minstrel performer, George Evans, who had been known as the Honey Boy. But this is billed as a quintet, and we don't hear five singers on this record, so I somewhat doubt that it's the same group. In any case, from September of 1925, we'll hear Normandy. We'll follow that with pianist Frank Bantam and drummer David Grupp on a Pathé Actuel record, 021113, from March of 1924, one of Frank Banta's own compositions, a pretty little thing called Prudy. Starting off, here are the Honey Boys. Back in Normandy, oh, 
that's such a charming little record, though I do wish that they had positioned drummer David Grupp a little further back 
He tends to overpower the piano for most of the performance, and there's just so much of interest going on with Frank Banta and what he's doing that I wish we could hear it a little bit better. It is a nice change of pace, though, when David Grupp turns around and plays the xylophone. At least, I think that's David Grupp on the xylophone. No other performers are listed. That was called Prudy, recorded in March of 1924. Well, if you've listened to the program for any length of time, you know that I'm a big fan of the vocal ensembles of the 1920s and 30s, and in particular, I find myself drawn again and again to the Shannon Quartet, a grouping of largely soloists who recorded for Victor, Louis James, Franklin Bauer, Wilfred Glenn, Elliot Shaw, and others. Uh, They rotated around a little bit, but they made some marvelous records, and I think this is one of them. From June of 1926, they give us that song of the 1890s called Maggie Murphy's Home. It's Victor 20128. We'll follow that with Seeger Ellis, another crooner of the era who I like. OK record number 41349 from December of 1929. The tune is called Have a Little Faith in Me. And once again, I'll draw your attention to the piano, which just lobes along with such wonderful drive. And uh, I really like this record. I hope you do too. Starting off, though, let's hear the Shannon Quartet. On Sunday night is my delight and pleasure, don't you see? Meeting all the girls and all the boys that work downtown with me. There's an organ in the parlor to give the house a tone. And you're welcome every evening at Maggie Murphy's home. Behind the grammar schoolhouse in a double tenement, I live with my old mother and always pay the rent. Bedroom and a parlor is all we call our own, and you're welcome every evening at Maggie Murphy's home. On Sunday night is my delight and pleasure, don't you see? Meeting all the girls and all the boys that work downtown with me. There's an organ in the parlor to give the house a tone. And you're welcome every evening at Maggie Murphy's home. Such dancing in the parlor, there's a wall for you and I, such mashing in the corner, and kisses on the sly, oh bless the leisure hours, that working people know, and they're welcome every evening, at Maggie Murphy's home, on Sunday night, is my delight and pleasure, don't you see? Meeting all the girls and all the boys that work downtown with me. There's an organ in the parlor to give
give the house a tone, and you're welcome every evening at Maggie Murphy's home. Seeger Ellis, singing and accompanying himself at the piano, Have a Little Faith in Me. Moving right along now, I would say that by the mid-1920s, the golden age of the Mandolin Club was on the way out. Mandolin clubs had been very popular in the 1890s and right around the turn of the century. 
but there seemed to still be a few going strong, especially at Williams College in Williamstown, Massachusetts, out there on the western part of the state. And in 1926, on April 6th of that year, the Williams College Mandolin Club found themselves in the Victor Studios in New York, where they recorded a medley of Williams College songs. It was issued on Victor 20042. We'll hear both sides, part one and part two. In this medley, we'll hear Neath the Shadow of the Hills, Jolly Class, Our Mother, Keep Those Golden Gates Wide Open, Come Raise a Song to Alma Mater, Here's to the Health of F. Williams, and The Royal Purple. So now a little something different from the Williams College Mandolin Club in Thank you. 
Well, our time is running short, and I've still got three records I want to play. Although they have absolutely nothing in common with each other, I'm just going to throw them all together here in a little hodgepodge to finish off the program. First, a recording made in St. Louis, Missouri in December of 1925 by Judge Sturdy's Orchestra. It's Victor 20102, Old Dan Tucker, A Country Dance. We'll follow that with Paul Robeson giving us the spiritual Nobody Knows the Trouble I've Seen. From January of 1926, it's Victor 20068. And then we'll head over to London, and we'll hear the new Mayfair Novelty Orchestra liven things up right at the end with a little something called Jollification on his master's voice, B3939. Starting off, Judge Sturdy's Orchestra. One tucker over here, one over there. Come on, boys. All right, Bert, let's go. Honest to your partner. And the lady on the corner. All honest to tucker. Swing your partner. The lady on the corner. Grand right and left. Tucker joining in.
The trouble I see Nobody knows But Jesus Nobody knows The trouble I see
the new Mayfair Novelty Orchestra in 1931 a little something called Jollification. Well, hopefully this edition of the Shellac Stack has brought a little Jollification to you. My name is Brian Wright, and I thank you so much for joining me this past hour, and I hope you'll come back next time when we'll do it again. Until then, take care. Bye-bye.